folks. Welcome to Yelling About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Mr. Joel Miller. Oi. Oi, oi, oi. I feel like we're both, we're both a little worse for wear What do you today? mean worse for wear? I, I just had to make more notches in my belt because of our <laughs> fucking eating over the weekend. It's, you know, it's a, it's a hazard of the lifestyle that we lead. I want to say it's awful, but it wasn't. It was pleasant, and I enjoyed every fucking minute of it. Right. I'm just... I'm just sluggish we, now. We, you know, we had a bit of an excessive weekend, mostly due to the fact that we finally, I mean, you, you'd already been there, but I, we, we went to Trudy's Underground Barbecue on Saturday. Oh, yeah, we did. Shout out to Burt Backman. If you haven't listened to our last episode with him, please do, because he's a goddamn mensch. He's a mensch. That one. Uh, a Not ch- a, a real A real charmer. Man, I mean, that, that's got to be some of the best brisket I've ever had. I mean, that uh, was unbelievable. E- I mean, easily top three, if not top one i mean the fact that he's just doing it for the love of the game he's not he just has strangers wandering into his driveway but it's like controlled strangers it's, wandering in you know what i mean it's it not fantastic. like just like he's taking people off the street it was he has fantastic. an a-frame and one of those wacky waving inflatable flailing arm flailing <laughs> tube man things hanging out in front. he doesn't need that the, a the guy dressed up as own, the statue of liberty the, spinning a sign the that meat says barbecue is this way. sign spinner you don't need no that. i mean you could smell it from the from the oh, outside so no, it was good. great you know had a few glasses of wine had dave fernie brought a bottle of mezcal as he's bottle. want to do as he wants as he wants to do and like no it was it was a really nice time just outside hanging out just shooting the shit yeah eating brisket eating some mm-hmm. eating some ribs mm-hmm. beef ribs spare ribs it was great I haven't had a beef rib like that since I don't even know. No, God, it was. I mean, we have a beef rib on the menu at the Wallace now, but it's not smoked. I got to say, it's pretty damn good. First of all, shout out to the Wallace. Uh, The beef rib on the Wallace menu is fantastic. How many people come in? I came in and took that thing down alone. How many people have ever done that? Uh, you. Yeah. Okay. And nobody else. Remember when you put a pig head on the menu and no one ordered it? I was the only one. Well, we only had four. We 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 did a pig head and we got two full. Full heads, and we split them, and then we only had four to sell. But I, you were, and I was the only you, one who bought one. You no, we, we sold, we sold one more, you sold the other one? and then we ate the other two. Okay, right. <laughs> but I mean, it was delicious. The pig heads, not like I think, like too teeth expensive. and an active eyeball, like on a plate, like it's turn off for most people. I don't know about that. Well, when I ordered Gets it, me rock hard. <laughs> well, you and me both. Yep. When when I ordered it though, I was with some friends and two of the girls at the table were, were just ve- like, "No, we're vegetarians." And like, well, when they it, could have eaten the escabeche. When it hit the table, they were like, "Is that tea? <laughs> no, no, get it out of here." And I was like, "I'm gonna keep it down on my end of the table." Like, no, this is for me. But it was like, great. I mean, you enjoyed it. Was it was so right? fucking good. It was tender. The face the, meat. Face meat. Why baby? is face meat always the best? You would think. Well, I guess it's like it's it's tender because it doesn't get worked a lot. Mm, yeah i mean there's a, there is a considerable amount of fat and gelatin on i feel there. like a cheek like whenever you get like a cheek, pork cheek i mean pork cheeks are cheek, great it's pork always the most are, tender are no yeah oh they're great i mean beef cheek i'm a huge huge fan huge of, of beef cheeks i'm a beef big cheek. beef cheek proponent i'm a i'm a here. cheek man from way back a cheeky little bastard over here. I, I love a good cheek see what not only did we go to trudy's for for right. some underground barbecue which is delicious but then we had the bright idea right. of eating sushi right 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 Immediately well, we're after the, we're out in the valley, you know, the valley. The, you know, how often are you there? And and not that often, uh, you yeah. know, charming Studio City. Yeah. Shout out to George Clooney. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to go fucking. We were still hungry. I mean, that was the thing. I was still hungry. I was like unbelievably like as hungry good as the brisket reason. was. It's not like we took down. It was spaced out. Right. Too. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and you're drinking and standing. I got to say that little he almost makes like a taco. So it's a single slice of white bread, the brisket. Raw onions and little then his little sauce, sauce yeah. folded like a you know bread taco. Yeah, it was great. Uh, pff, fuck, 
I still have some. I still have some leftovers in my in my fridge. I, I ate the leftovers. I'm me. sure. I'm sure <laughs> I you got did. Home after I have like one rib and a slice of uh, brisket. You know that the the ribs saved a lot better than the brisket. Yeah, they really. I don't know why that is. You, you need you need the fresh cut because brisket it's going to lose a lot of moisture. juices. The ribs the the ribs still on the bone. So you, I mean, it's it's just it's different, man. The There's amount of properties. moisture that came out when he cut it was like. Out of control. It was quite sexual. It was just like, what is going on? It was like, on? you just hear like, no, 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 no. I like, I am, I'm uh, envious of people. Like he ate like great barbecue and then was like, I'm going to put my mind to this until I can make that. Yeah. And he fucking did it right. Nice. I went to uh, a friend had a dinner party last night. He just got back from Japan and he was like, I'm going to make ramen. And I was like, you're going to, what? You're going to make ramen at home. And he did. He spent like a day making the broth. He fucking, you know, did a whole pork shoulder and chopped it up for like for the chashu. It's good. It was fucking great. There you go. See? I mean, it was like, you know, he didn't like make the noodles fresh, but he bought them at Oh, what he a bought him charlatan trying to make ramen without <laughs> making his own noodles. What is he, store-bought? Yeah. yeah get out of here. You have me over to your home. What was his name? And His name's Andrew Overdahl, hilarious comedian. Shout How out dare Andrew. you, Andrew? Um, Come on the podcast. Defend yourself. Dude, but I, I like, I respect like people who like put their mind to one task. And, and until they like get it right yeah i mean that that obsessive nature over just like something that seems like so simple mm. uh, like something as simple as like oh it's brisket like everybody has brisket but like to but make it's, it it's so hard to, 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 to do perfect it. to perfect it is something that's like as extremely significant i respect the hell out of bert for perfecting Damn. his barbecue and yeah. and really just like expanding his reach and growing his brand and now he gets to open up his own restaurant if you had to do like let's say you know we're in a we're in a future where Joel's out on his own. Oh my if you God. had to choose one dish that you became like known for and it was like your fucking specialty for the rest of your cooking career, you know, what would it be? I think I could be like that obsessive about pozole. Oh, I love, shit. I love pozole. I did not expect you to um, say that. We did like a, like a beef cheek pozole at the restaurant once. Back to the cheeks. Yeah, we did like, but it was like, it was, it was like, it wasn't like a soup it was more like we reduced that stock and we made it out with you know we made the pozole broth out of pozole is the one with the big hominy yeah pieces, with, the, with, right? with the big with the big hominy in it right it's like and, it's like, like a hangover cure it, it's oh it is very much a, a cure-all it's really yeah. like a morning soup yeah i mean it, it definitely is it's like a weekend soup mexicans yeah. swear by a pozole oh, that as a, and, that or menudo, menudo right. yeah as, but menudo as has the, the tripa yeah the intestines yeah, yeah. Not, not as much as with that it's. I mean, it's. I've it's, had it's some very different. That it's I've very liked, different. But sometimes you're like, this is spongy. But just I don't like know. you know, you get like you know, por- like, it's like pork spine pozole, and just like you tear like meat off the bone, mm. and like it's just like a, gr- a green broth or red broth or whatever. It's just it's 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 comforting and 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 filling and like, I don't know. It's just it's something that's just like so good, and um, I think I could really like if I really wanted to like dive deep into something because like my favorite food's pizza, but I'm not gonna be like oh, I want to be the best pizza maker ever because yeah, I don't gotta, I don't really ca- I don't care that much about it actually really about, tr- about trying to perfect something that I love like that because I know so many places that do it so well. That's true. It's not like that's like but like pozole for me is something that's like special, and I really really like it, and I w- I wish I d- did it more often. And I could, pro- I would go open up like twenty Joel's years from now. Shack. Twenty years from now, it's gonna be like Netflix, Chef's Table season eighteen, and all Pozole. He is a Pozole master. Yeah, it's just me like smelling he walked different aw- varietals. He walked of away from a lucrative executive chef job to pursue <laughs> pursue well, the path just, of Pozole. Well, now you're just assume, assuming executive chefs make lucrative amounts of money. Wow, well, compared to comedians for the most part. <laughs> Speaking of comedians, let's introduce our guest for today. God damn it. 
in the studio, we have Tim Dillon, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, thank you for having Welcome me. Welcome to the show. There Comedian, podcaster, yeah. food lover. Yeah. Uh, a you. New Yorker. Gentleman. New Yorker. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're visiting LA? I'm here for 10 days. I was here for 10 days in January, and uh, that's my LA, uh, that's my my move, is like a 10 day, a 20 day. Right. You know, split 10 days is a good, like, oh, a good yeah. amount. At the end of that, you either got to live here or leave. Yeah. So you know? was, and that's the way I feel about anywhere. I don't right. think you can visit anywhere. Two weeks is the max. Two weeks is a, in one the spot is, is, is pretty maxed I feel out. Like, I feel like a, for me, it's like five or six days. If you're yeah. in one city for two weeks, you're like, okay, I think I've pretty much done it. Like you're from Long Island. From Grew up in Long Island. Strong grew up in Long Island. Island. Yeah. To me, like not in Long Island, but New York in general. Ten days in New York was way too much. Yeah, that's just way too much for me. Well, if you do, you got to be doing business. Like I'm here to do business. Power like, meetings. Yeah. I'm Power here to, like, lunches. I, well, I'm here to accomplish goals. Accomplish career there goals. There are things I have to do. Your career is going very well. You and have to go I, to LA. You got to talk to people. Well, you, it's 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 more like you got to. This is one of those places you come to, to like figure something out. Right. And 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 to you're try to pitching. Get to like the next you're level. doing. You're meeting yeah. media gatekeepers. You're meeting writers. You're meeting showrunners. You're meeting people. Mm-hmm. You have these meetings, which I actually like. Like I think they're fun because New York City is all stand-up comedy right. and you know eating the, and whatever. But LA is like a lot of a lot of meetings and shit, which is fun for ten days. Right. <laughs> Again. And then you hit ten days and you're like, I can't I gotta get, get out of here fast here. enough. I need a proper slice. The one oh one is insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the other thing here is it's sprawling and the traffic is wild. Oh, we I just got didn't we get voted like worst traffic in the world? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I we're mean, we're we're killing it over here. But you said you've been taking cars, which is actually a total cars. pro move because yeah. parking is not even worth it. The majority of time I spend in LA I spend in an Uber. Right. You know, ask like the Uber that I took here. The woman's like, what are you doing here? You're an actor. I'm like, no, I'm a comedian. She's like, will you call my daughter on the phone? Tell her to not pursue stand up comedy. Talk her down. Yeah. Talk her down. She's at an open mic right now. I wish. I wish it was that. She (laughs) called me and goes, my daughter got discouraged. She tried it for Juilliard twice. She got discouraged. She didn't get in. And I want you to call her up and tell her to keep doing it. Pep talk. I'm like. No. no, no. Why? <laughs> Why? Julie, Why don't you do it? You yeah. seem like a bad us, mom. You're telling me that right. Juilliard is wrong. Right. You know better than Juilliard, mom. But you're right, and I'm supposed to tell your daughter to continue pursuing something. Shut it down. That she may have no aptitude for. Shut it down. And walk into poverty. No. No. Let it take its course. If she's meant to do it. She'll keep and fuck. I have no, I have no, I, you know, fuck Juilliard too, but like, I mean, listen, <laughs> of course, take that, that goes about Juilliard. Saying. I mean, it is what I'm not, I'm not saying that they are the arbiter of what, what is good and is what isn't good, but it's like, if anyone needs you to, to, to do, right. then you're it's done. very much like the career of a chef. Right. Uh, um, no one's there to, no one's there to support you. You're either doing it or you're not doing it. A.A. Gill, who was one of my favorite writers, he's a, he was, a, he died last year. He, he wrote for the Sunday Times of London. He was a culture writer. He wrote about food, he wrote about real estate, stuff like that. Uh, said that you know the job of a chef, it's very similar. He didn't say this, but he was describing the job of a chef, and it's kind of he was saying that it's like it's long hours, late nights. Right. Everybody hates like you. a comedian. Nobody it's, cares. It's thankless. It's thankless. You know, you're you're obsessed with something that yeah. other people are kind of like whatever. You're outside you know, of like, normal society. You're obsessed with making something perfect, and people are like, well, Domino's is right. kind of good. Yeah, exactly. So it's like what? Right. So it is similar to a comic, and then it's like that. 
path you forge alone. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that was like kind of the central thesis of this this whole we, podcast. We, we definitely walked a lonely road until we met each other. <laughs> yeah. We were just walking around with like a briefcase and a hat. <laughs> yeah. It's like God, when am I gonna meet my other half? Oh, yeah. Man, I love the idea of like you like calling someone's daughter from the back of an Uber though, and they're like, "Who like, is this?" Tim right. Dillon, look me up on Instagram. Or, uh, or what you could have done is just called her and been like, "Yeah, you should fucking quit. Your mm. mom is wrong." Right. Well, first of all, she's dropping me off right now. I'm your mother's driving an Uber. No one's right, making exactly. good decisions. <laughs> Do not listen. To Nobody <laughs> in the family has figured it out. You know. Uh, so I'm going to ask you this because a lot yeah. of comedians, when you're on a plane or you're in an Uber. They don't want to tell the driver or the person sitting next to him in the aisle that they're a comedian I f- because I, of all the follow-up questions. I actually like it. See, yeah. I, I, what, I, is, I, what are your thoughts I, on I, this? I do not like that, but yeah. I, I, think, I think the main reason comics don't like it is because the, the immediate follow-up question is like, oh, tell me a joke or some annoying yeah. shit. <laughs> but like, I, I'm not going to lie. I, like, I, am, I like being a comedian. If you yeah. ask me what I do, I'm, I'm going to say I'm a comedian. So it depends on my mood. So Because sometimes I like to lie and say I have another <laughs> job and see if I can... Con- convincibly lie right. about another job that I find to be more interesting. Okay. So I do that sometimes, but a lot of times I just go, no, I'm a comedian. Okay. So let's say I'm like, I'm like in the middle row. I'm like, hey, hey bud, what do you find out? What, what, what do you do for? I mean, I represent a real estate firm oh, wow. uh, that, you know, we run, um, you know, we, we acquire land and okay. build theme parks. Wow. 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 Theme park. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. So you're like, you're like in charge of roller coasters and stuff. So now, see, here's the thing. So now I know nothing about this. So now I have <laughs> right. to. This is not fun for me to be okay. like to be like you know you know you know we we got we got to make sure that the you know there's a lot more that right. goes into it. You know the excavation and the whole process and the permits and the idea that like the ground now you just start making stuff up like the ground is sturdy enough to hold the rock. <laughs> and some guy in <laughs> like the back seat is like, yeah. I actually work at a <laughs> yeah, roller coaster firm. Oh shit! So like you 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 start saying stuff like that. I'm like, you know, the ground's got to be sturdy enough to hold the rock. And the guy like, guys, like, that makes sense. <laughs> so to me, sometimes that's more fun. But a lot of times I just go, yeah, I'm a comedian. And you know what? Because comedy, I think at this point now is too, is it's too much, right? And it's too saturated, right? I've actually found people are less interested now. They're like, oh, another comedian than, than ever. They're less interested now than ever. But it's because there's so many shows on TV where it's like you care about this life of a comedian, and yeah. people are like, no, we do? don't. What? And it's the third person that day they've right. heard say I'm a comedian. Right. I mean, I'm staying at my friend's house in West Hollywood. Um, and the tutor is tutoring her 11 year old son. Oh, I do comedy. No, and you don't. And the tutor goes. <laughs> I'm a comedian, and I go, no, oh, not. great. Right. You know? <laughs> right. So at the end of the day, it's like it's one of those things where, you know, I think people are now. Not, it's there's no mystery. Right. It's there's no fucking mystique. It's right. just kind of like crashing has laid it all out there. There's yeah, no mystique. Even, people get it, and here's the other thing: people just get it. They're like, oh, you're a comedian, right? right. Especially right. in L.A., where everyone is like, yeah, yeah. something, you know, actor, musician. It's like in L.A., it's just like, oh, you're right. Of course, yeah. you're a comedian, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, probably a little different in New York, but... And that's pretty much anything you say you are that isn't... Unless you are visibly wealthy. Right, exactly. Then people, people are People don't interested. get excited. <laughs> right. If you're driving a Bentley and you're like, I'm a comedian, they go, oh, that guy's got something going on right. that I don't know anything about. Right. Um, who's that guy? We as a culture respect conspicuous wealth. Right. But if I'm next to you in an Uber pool, whatever I'm doing right. ain't great. <laughs> we're both we're both on a bad path yeah. in the so, Uber pool. So it's just funny to me that the mother is driving the Uber going, tell my daughter to keep going. And you're like, oh, man. Oh, Sometimes yeah. you just got to give up, man. Sometimes yeah. dreams yeah. are meant to be 
crashed. And, and I believe, and it is one of my big things. I tell comedians all day, every day on social media to quit and stuff. And it's like, that's true. I have to stop doing that now because it's like kind of, it's gotten to a point where it's like, it's kind of, it's, it is crossing the line into like mean. It's pretty funny. Because the, 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 you the don't more, follow Tim on social media, folks. You're missing well, the hell out. Well, I, 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 here's the thing. It's funny, but then I did like had a few things that like, I, I did a few specials this year and then all of a sudden you still, you go, I can't do this anymore. You right. can't, you, as, as you start doing better, you just can't, Say, guys, you gotta go. Right. But it's it, everyone else in our society tells people they should follow their dreams, and then you realize when you talk to people, people. Here's a spoiler alert: people don't really have dreams. They have a lifestyle that they want, right? And they don't know. Like if you talk to somebody who's a comedian, you go, "What's your dream?" They start describing Kanye West's right. life, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And are you're you like, talking? "This <laughs> has nothing to do with comedy." They're like, "I want a house in the hills. I want an infinity pool. Uh, I want to be go around the world. I want to be worldwide." I'm like, "Nah, I don't know what you're describing. Right. Maybe the CEO of Exxon. <laughs> it's not comedy." So you start to realize that like a dream is one of those things that. I think very few people have, and this is a dream job. It's still a job. Right. It's not just a, a dream is like literally not connected or tethered to right. reality in any way. I think a lot of young people in this generation, and I've seen like surveys that support this are like when they're asked if they like want to be like celebrities or rich, they're like, yes, but they have no like concrete ideas. Right. On, no, there's no, there's no what, path what to that get means there. Or, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, of course. Like the, with this like like social media culture, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I want to be like a famous rich guy." Well, this is like with, these kids are raised on like Gary Vaynerchuk and like these very vague. Who is that? He's like you never heard of him. He's that little guy who's always like crushing it, killing it, murdering oh, it. Oh god, you got these you success gotta, mindset yeah, guys. Yeah, he's like you got to get up early and you got to fight and you got to work and, and, right. and he's he's all you know his his book is called Crushing okay, It. Okay, right. oh no, his that's book, already the worst right. book ever. He's written a book called Crushing It. Oh wow. And uh, he just gives these seminars to kids about how to be, I'm kidding you, not influencers. Right. Oh, that's and the worst that's thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. See, we, we have people yeah. that hit us up all the time saying, right. hey, in the we're going to, we're not in the food world. We had, we had this like model hit us up saying she had like, you know, 300,000 followers. She's like, hey, I really like to, you know, trade a meal for some of my influence on right. for, through my Instagram. And yeah. I'm like, are you? Are you? Did you just ask me for a free yeah, fucking meal? Right. That's like a, Get the that's hell like out a of here. norm now. You should be like, that's we bizarre like to, trade to me. A meal for money. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would like to exchange goods and services well, yeah, for the, fucking cash. These food items are available for, for purchase, purchase in the restaurant. That's the thing on Instagram now. It's like a lot of hot chicks eating really, of course, like fattening food that they wouldn't eat, and mm. they're like, "Oh, I'm being so bad," and right. it's just like, and you're like, "You are being bad." It's a Tell bacon me more. cheeseburger, and there, it's right, like it's dripping. It's a weird. So my uncle's a director of operations for a restaurant group in New York City, uh, and they're a steakhouse a group of steakhouses. It started with like Smith and Walensky's. They're all over the, the country. classics. Yeah, they're like legendary spots, and uh, his boss was a guy who started. TGI Fridays. Oh, wow. So he started Smith & Walensky's. And when you ask him why he started TGI Fridays, he tells you there were no bars to meet women. There was no singles bars in New York City at that time in the 60s. It was just parties. There was no happy hour. Interesting. So this guy opened Fridays and created essentially that happy, hour, happy hour. And the movie Cocktail is like about him. But what we're missing is that's a guy, for example, who didn't start out and go, I'm going to be a mogul. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be a mogul. He had a God good idea. No. He's like, this is an opening that I see that like this should be a thing. Me and my friends, we get sick of these parties. Right. We'd like to go to a place right. that like throw some sawdust on the floor, put some Tiffany lamps right. up. It's a place that he'd want to go and drink. Yeah, call it. Thank God it's Fridays. Have some food, 
And then all of a sudden, yeah, that becomes it. But now we're like backwards where it's like people are starting today where they're like, I just want to be a mogul. Right. And, and, like, and you have a thought well, in your head. I think it's because like if you're on, young and on social media all the time, it's like you see these people who kind of get famous for nothing yeah. or like one thing. And maybe that's part of like the Kardashian culture. It's yeah. Like, yeah. They're all that's famous the for nothing fact. really. But also on social media, like a video goes viral or like someone. I mean, like people are like getting famous. That's the weird thing. We're in this kind of weird like new media landscape where like. Yeah. People are but getting that, famous off weird. But there's a difference. Shit. Between, there's a difference between like something that you hit as like on trend and something that like finding like a TGI Fridays. Right. You're seeing something that there's a void that needs to be filled. Right. Yeah. And you do that, and it grows are from there. Are you saying right. that meme aggregators didn't look at a crowded <laughs> yeah. media market and say, "Me too"? And the Kardashians are not famous for nothing. What's interesting about the Kardashians is if you look at it, they're famous for the ability to not love each other. And then literally, I mean, that's a thing. Maybe like, we got to start fighting more, Carl. Yeah. Right. Well, it's just the idea that they don't really have any concern for each other's personal right. like it's fascinating everything I've, is about I've it's mean, about I've brand ne- building this brand yeah, right. and, sacri- and they sacrifice uh, people and each right. other to the wall they don't they, there is no thought that is this good for whoever right you know no there's just the 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 building of that that uh, brand that's how they interface with the world that is something that is true I don't know there's many people that would be able to do that on that level. That kill or be killed for, yeah, <laughs> for that long. I am going to tear my family apart by, by, by the, for everyone to <laughs> right, see. Right. It's going to do numbers. It's your own family. It's one thing if it's like strangers you've never met. By the way, it's still hard if you're even the least bit human. That's true. This is their fucking family. And this and that woman, show's still on. It's still on because this woman is... Uh, the, the, the mother, Chris Jenner, is like, hey... Fuck it. Like, we're going to be famous or you guys are going to be dead. Right. But well, either one. Either there is no in between. There's no middle but ground. I think we reached, like, the it. logical culmination of, like, the reality era with yeah. Trump. It's like, oh, yeah. Trump is a creation of reality. Trump, as, like, the successful billionaire, is a complete creation of well, that's reality why Hol- TV. Hollywood is, Hollywood is completely. Right. He's, he's a super. Exactly. Villain to some people, superhero to other people. It's kind of the same thing. But Hollywood is completely incapable of of fighting him in any meaningful way. Because he was created by them. He's the best version of what all these people want to be. This is the thing. And the problem is none of their strategies, they're like, oh, he'll tweet something, I'll tweet something. It's like, oh, no, you're... He has lapped you (laughs) so many times in his... The two most influential things that have shaped the culture in our generation, I think, have been reality TV and social media. And nobody understood them better or perverted them in a way that served his interests more than Donald Trump. And all of these people are now trying to beat him on these platforms. Right. And it's like, you can't. Right. This is not where he will fall. Yeah. This is not, he's Re- always Retweeting win. him and being like, you're out of line, sir. Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, or like making fun. Like, he looks like a cheetah. Yeah. It's, it's like, like none yeah, of this. He's the president, though. Yeah, like, none of this is gonna is going to win because he is somebody who's proven that number one is as long as soon as you don't care, right? As soon as you go out there and really complete disregard, complete disregard, complete disregard. All of the things that people throw at you now become completely right. useless. Right. You you don't. And, care. and the funniest thing during the Republican primaries was watching like watching the realization that Trump wasn't going to go away. Then to try to see candidates do his style of yeah. like 
muckraking, but like totally like they, they, like Cruz trying to like do come it. with an insult, or Mar- Marco Rubio like, trying oh, to do an insult about his hands oh, or something. No, yeah. but like you, you, they made themselves look so much worse. Yeah. trying to do what Trump did just and Trump just does it with like casual. Well, just because you can't teach that. It's he's a, not. That, that, he's that not is something that he is tactician. born with. He's yeah. just a fucking idiot asshole. And he, well, and, and the thing is, he's incredibly funny. He's funnier than most people in the business of comedy. So number one, I don't know about that. that now he's funny. Go watch. I mean, it. The, go watch. Literally, I'm, I'm challenging you to do this. Go watch the speech he gave about Ben Carson stabbing <laughs> his mother. Okay. And that go watch any funny. special in the last year <laughs> of comedy. And legitimately, you will say, "Oh, this dude's fun." Like he's not a comedian. But this is funnier than anything that anyone is doing on stage. I think if you look at like the giant meta picture of what's happened in America in the last five years, like and remove like the consequences, like yeah. the real world consequences, people who are going to suffer, like it's the funniest fucking shit of all time. I mean, this is so. So the problem becomes he's so engaging. You want to watch it. It's viscerally appealing in the way that you can't stop watching. See, I'm the opposite. I I can't. I like. Yeah. If I if like if Trump gives a statement, I find it like uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. I can't. I can't stop watching it. I it's just, like a car crash. It and just, by the way, nor can anyone else. Because right, of course. No, CNN, Twitter, no, none of these it's, people. It's the, it's the right. only. It's the only game in town. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Right. So I think I think there's the, that in school shooting. That's right. all we that's have it. now. That's what. We and have. you know that there's like so there's tape of him saying the N word like on the set of The Apprentice. I mean that's and people not like, oh, release it. And it's like you think that would change anything? Yeah. But and he could you could. Dig up any old Anything. video from him. Yeah. You could you could hear all the old old Howard Stern interviews that yeah. he did. Those were fucking insane. Insanely deplorable. He was a little crazier. Here's what I wish. I wish like right after <laughs> showed up in a tinfoil hat shit to burn. No, I here's what I wish. I wish like after the uh, school shooting thing, he came out and was like, uh, "Let's ban assault weapons," because now you're gonna have all of these people on the left that have to agree with him. Right. They have <laughs> but he to would never do him. that. But here's why he would never do it. He has no empathy. Right, of course. No morality. Well, because it's not going to affect him. It but, has... but here's the here's the thing. It's like, how funny would it be to watch that dynamic of like people now? What's Chelsea Handler? Do you want do? Trump to be what a self-aware troll, which he's not. <laughs> yeah. No. I just I, I I want I I always thought when he got elected, I didn't think he would be a traditional typical Republican. I thought he would just kind of do right. whatever. So it's and kind of disappointing to you it that it's just kind of follow the same because, Republican line. Only because what are you what are you why are you doing the things that Jeb Bush would have done? Exactly. Why are you doing the things that fucking Mitt Romney would right. have done? And it's just covered with this veneer of being like a horrible asshole. But the actual policy yeah. is very in line with what the, Republicans the, yeah, have the done. The actual policies are, are so do. standard and right. typical. You want I, him to while out and do some wild fucking... I thought he was going to go in there and actually just say, I'm going to be a one-term president and, and I'm going to try to actually do some crazy things. Do some real... Uh, right. I'm taking over the lunch program at school. Yeah. It's all Big Macs and fried chicken and that's <laughs> well, it's it. Just, as soon as he gets We're going to be there. the fattest country what, ever. Right, so yeah. I, I'm sure you saw the story, but... Yeah. So tr- Trump's order was two Big Macs, Yeah. but then he would eat them without the bun. Weird. Isn't that weird? Because well, it's like he clearly is not health conscious. So my mother was on Atkins and for years in the 90s and would go to like McDonald's and, and Atkins stuff. works if you want to lose weight. Sure, but it's, you don't, here's a problem. You don't want to see 
the contents of a Big Mac. <laughs> right, you know yeah, what I right. mean? How are you, you eating need, a Big Mac with no bun? You it's need all, bun. all of those things. You need hidden. coverage, man. You need right. hidden. You need coverage. Because my mother would order like, uh, you know, she'd order like quarter pounder or whatever, but she'd go uh, no bun, and they would just literally give her that piece of grizzled meat. They didn't do like a lettuce wrap, <laughs> right? The they didn't butt. do no, that. No, they didn't they, do not lettuce wrap. No, no, no. Then they would just get, it would literally be shredded iceberg, right. a tomato, right. An onion and Those then little that, tiny like onion, and then yeah. that burger that <laughs> looks like it's a material. It doesn't look like meat. It looks like uh, some type. Of, it's almost meat. That's yeah. so grim though. Like that it's little grim. sad pile, that, just like on a tray. So like. I never understood how anyone could do it without a burger unless you had a lettuce wrap or were blind. Right. Like, there's right, no right. other. You need that cushioning. Yeah. Yeah, you know, even when you eat, I've done the in and out lettuce wrap thing, and it's like they do a pretty good job. It's a pretty I'll good job. I love it. Big fan. It's a pretty good job, and, and it's it's a lot better. Right, you need a but, sturdy lettuce but piece. But the optics are still not great. No, it's not. You know what I mean? Like the optics <laughs> of it are you're kind of like what it. The optics are like, should I even do this? Right. You know? Right. It's one of those things. They actually give you a thickness amount of lettuce that is, like, when you pick it up, you can, like, yeah. hold it yeah. and it's not going to fall sturdy. apart. It feels sturdy. It feels sturdy. It definitely feels sturdy. I kind of love that Trump is a fast food aficionado. Of course. Of course. I, I mean, that's I mean how America yeah, is that? How, I mean, it's the best. The fact that he just, like, pounds Diet Coke and just eats tons of garbage One of my food. favorite pictures is him on his plane eating KFC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a great photo of a guy. It's a fantastic bird. It's, no, it's they like a 11-year-old's dream. Well, because yeah, Trump, exactly. He's Trump, a child. Trump has always been the guy in New York City who was really not uh, what you, you, you would... Con- he's always been new money. Right. He's always been, you know... He's Only kinda, succeeded because his dad was super rich and yeah, he kind of... Yeah, he's been very... Well, he's very good at branding and marketing, but right. he's also... It, everything's very garish. Right. Nothing works, really. A lot of bankruptcy. Nothing is... You know, he's not a culture like right. member of the aristocracy Nouveau reach. Right. And he doesn't want to be... He's very, he's a vulgarian. So yes. the idea that like this guy that's, you know, putting up, I Some mean, business he had a genius. huge fight with his downtown Trump building because he wanted it to be gold. And Costas Carianas, <laughs> who's a big architect in New York City, <laughs> who literally had to say and like make it seem like it was his idea to make it black right. and obsidian. What do you mean? It literally would have ruined. It, it would have ruined the skyline of Lower Manhattan. It would have singularly <laughs> ruined the skyline of Lower Manhattan if you had a solid gold building. It's like seeing someone with like a nice a bunch, of, a bunch of nice teeth, and there's this one like really fucked up, bright ass gold tooth. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like the third canine. You're just like, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. It rules that he wanted to do that. Yeah, it's just it's it's so like I imagine in his house there's just peacocks walking around for no reason. No, he's not even that classy. <laughs> yeah, he's like I want a, I want a picture of myself. I also but. love that he doesn't want to be poisoned, so he likes showing up to fast food restaurants because the food's already made. Nobody <laughs> knows he's coming. I love it. I think it's great. His hire himself like a king, like a king's Kingsley kind of like food taster. The best thing yeah. is that he doesn't exercise because he thinks the human body has a finite amount of energy, like a battery. So That's he never. Hilarious. Why would I exercise and use up my energy? That would be foolish. Well, That's what's amazing. Dumb. It's like. It's amazing to like you criticize all these things, but the guy's running the free. That's like true. Crazy. He's the fucking president. It's crazy. It you yeah. know what I mean? Like he is on like another level. Like I and I'm not saying he's any of it is good or positive. Of course, but like he figured something out. Yeah. that is yeah. You know, amazing to watch. I never saw. And I'm a New York guy my whole life. I never saw more people align against a guy. And I'm talking about the media, CEOs right. of major corporations. Because he made them all look donors, like fools. And, and a guy that just literally rode roughshod over all of them. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, I mean, I think the one thing that we can really take, well, a lot of things, but like 
the like the reason that Trump won is because like the political media class has failed regular people for like 40 years forever so it's like everyone hates the political and media class and then here comes a guy yeah he's a fucking vulgarian idiot but it's like he made them look like idiots and for a normal person you're like finally that that didn't happen before he's never been a restaurateur you know well you know you you hear uh there was a big scandal of plastic spoons being used used to serve caviar at uh, mar-a-lago yeah. I love that he's a well-done steak guy. No, no, not just a well-done uh, steak guy, but well-done steak with ketchup there kind is of guy. Yes. Which me is off. insane. There's nothing insane. that turns me off to a person more than a well-done steak. I found out, anything. you know what anything I found out well recently? Done. Idris Elba is a well-done steak guy. How do you know? How does that leak out? He yeah. was in an interview. And it was just like, wow, I respect you so much less. Yeah. Really well, you like know what it you. Is? I think it is people that have maybe grew up eating low quality. Maybe just because yeah, he's well, so raw in his day-to-day true. life that he just needs well-done meat. Damn. Medium rare or under. I mean, I'm Have like, to. I'm like, I can go black and blue. I'm black and blue. I can but do black and blue. Else I actually stuff. think certain cuts. I think should yeah. cook a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. The ribeyes, the fattier ones. The, the fat renders yeah. the best in a medium, like a perfect medium rare. Yeah. Obviously, you get it a little too. I think if I'm gonna do sometimes. a strip, if I do something lean, it's uh, I, I go rare to black and blue. But if I do any type of ribeye. Or you know anything on the bone, I want a little bit more. I feel like there's just like like a ribeye. It's just like perfect or not perfect. Right. Yeah. There's like the really the only the two ribeye is is such a and I know that from a couple of these restaurants I go to in New York that are, that are like my my, my What are your family. top steak spots? Well, I mean, so for, I mean, I think it's different cuts. I mean, I love Peter Luger's, but I don't love it as a restaurant. I love the cut of meat they serve. What is that cut? Which is just a dry aged porterhouse. Dry aged porterhouse. Know, so they okay. get the first what about the, the burger? Bar- you hear a lot about the burger. That's whatever. Yeah, Listen, I've been to Peter Luger's. Here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's a dry aged steakhouse burger in New York. They're all good. Right. It's that's <laughs> yeah. just here's dry the deal. Aged meat. It's you good. can tell me that the, the Luger. I will agree with you that the Luger's porterhouse, because of the way they cook it and the yeah. fat and yeah. everything. Is the best example of that cut probably in the country, or if, if damn near close to it. Um, you, you're putting if you take those cuts and then put them in a meat grinder and make a burger out of it, it's a burger. It's, it's like a burger. it's the same burger you would get, a very similar burger than you would get at uh, you know the one that everybody loves downtown by the Comedy Cellar, um, the uh, Black Label Burger at Minetta Tavern. Right, Minetta's he, great. You know, or. Uh, you know, any any of the top steakhouses have you know JG Mellon's the Upper East right. Side. You burger have to have spot. the steakhouse. The burger. Brindle Room on the Lower East Side, uh, the East Village rather, has an amazing dry aged steakhouse burger. New York is known for its dry aged steaks and right. burgers. So, um, I I'm, I I love Luger's, but I love also like if I go to if I have a ribeye, you know, quality meats, quality Italian, those are great cuts of meat. Strip House is a great cut of meat. Uh, Smith and Walensky's prime rib. Um, I, the steak there's good, not great. Their okay. prime rib is the best example of that cut. Like an English cut prime rib yeah. is probably nothing better in New York. Oh, man. Um, so good. You know, but I mean, I mean, listen, man, here's the deal with New York City. I've been a lot of New York City steakhouses. I've had very few bad meals. Right. That's the other thing. <laughs> right. I mean, I got to be honest with you. They're hitting a good average yeah. out there. I, I, I have, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going out in New York and you're plunking out 50 bucks for a steak, I you mean. You know you're going to have a good experience. You know, Del Frisco's is wet age, so it's a little different. It's kind of like that's not, a, a New York is that dry age, funky, right. blue cheesy, yeah. earthy mm. steak. Del Frisco's is wet age. It's a very flavorful, but it is different, but it's still really good. It's still very, very enjoyable. Great piece of meat. Sparks is wet aged. Where you know it's a legendary spot where Paul Castellano was whacked right outside. There, it's so got that mob history. That's got that mob history, but it's like the, the majority of, of 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 stuff you'll get at a certain price point in New York is right. is good. You if can depend on the spots. quality. Are you yeah. are you a big are you a big sides guy? Do you like it like just like getting like cream spinach? I mean, and I, I, I mac do. and cheese I potatoes. Do. I grew up with all that stuff. I'm less. Uh, 
I'm less excited about that. Like I think so. So certain restaurants like about quali- the meat. Quali- well, well Luger's is all about getting those tomatoes and then the bacon yeah. and then make like a you, little. You do like, all that. You do. I mean, listen. So quality meats is cool because they they've kind of twisted some of their sides. Where they do like a corn creme brulee, which is kind of cool. And they do like a gnocchi and cheese, and then like. So, so to me, it's like, I, I'm like, listen, the hash browns and cream spinach are great. It's very traditional, browns, but like, yeah. you know, I get a little bored. I'm also a shellfish guy, so I need a oh, shellfish tower. Ah. In the beginning, Joel, Joel hates shellfish. That's my game. I don't hate Lobster, shellfish. shrimp, crab, oh, king crab that's legs. My that's my, my, so that's the steakhouse meal to me starts with that. And after that, I almost don't care what else I'm going to eat. But then I want right. a great steak, right. and a then, few bites of a side, because what are you going right, to do? Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then fucking, you know, maybe a dessert, maybe not. Really Have you had a good steak experience in L.A. yet? Was January the first time you had been out here ever? No, I've been out here a few times. A couple times. But I tend not to I, – I, I'm sure there is some really good stuff to steak out here. What I tend to focus on when I'm out here – is I tend to do good Mexican food. Right. I tend to Stuff even do vegan food. Smart man uh, with the Mexican I, food. What, yeah, what vegan to, meals have you had out here that you like? I go to like Gracias Madre and stuff like that. Okay, okay. yeah. Gracias Madre is nice. You know what you would probably I love? I love Jitlada. The Jitlada is great. love it. You love Jitlada. Rune paired down yeah. the street is yeah. fucking Thai phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you need to have a good Korean barbecue experience. I, that is something I'm lacking and I oh, should. Yeah. Ooh, boy. I mean, I in terms of talk. a good meat I experience. places I, I'm start, that I love here. Like, I love the place. I'm going to mispronounce it, but it does a lot of mole in Koreatown. It's phenomenal. Galagetsa. Yes. Yeah. It's That's our love that. my, my all-time favorite restaurant here. It's love it. Fernando, the, uh, one of the owners, was on the podcast. Shout out yeah. to Fernando Has Lopez. Has his own Michelada company now, too. I'm obsessed with that restaurant. They. It's. I mean, it's... It's so close to my house. It's so, great. Have you fucked with those crickets? Not yet. Yeah, okay. you, the, the crickets are good. Crickets but are the mole tasting is what you want to get. The mole tasting is, is what is, I get. Is, yeah, just yeah, yeah. The, is, the whole is, is the ultimate. Oh, man. Or the, or the goat and goat So broth. I love that. Phenomenal. I love uh, Gusados is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's enjoyable. Shout yeah. out to Gusados. Um, it's, 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 right down the street from yeah, here. Yeah, really enjoyable. Um, I what about broken Spanish? You've been bro- you haven't been broken Spanish. No, I hear that's great. You should try to check that out while you're here. I love there's a little diner. In the Beverly Hills Hotel, where you just sit at the counter. You stay at the Beverly Hills Hotel when you come out here. No, no, no. I have, but my, <laughs> my I say West Hollywood. Okay. Uh, but, but I know people who do. <laughs> I know. No, but they have uh, they have a little fun diner. It's just counter service. It's just a counter. Is that like where the polo lounge is? It's kind of down there by. It's like not. There's the polo lounge, and then there's this little diner, and then it's really cool, and it's this little. And they just make like silver dollar pancakes and fuck bacon and eggs, and it feels like an East Coast diner. All right. And it's it is really a cool. And I dig I dig that. I, that's really fun. Um, Cantor's I think is pretty damn good. I like Cantor's. I, really I mean, Cantor's I feel like you good. need to go to Langer's. Langer's, Langer's is the place. Is Langer's yeah, the spot. Langer's Cantor's is, is just like it's like an institution. We were actually talking about this uh, with recently. Yeah, it's like. The food's not like the best, yeah. But like, it's reliable. Yeah. It's but where else are you gonna go at three thirty in the it's morning? Like a, yeah, it's like a, a Reuben at two a.m. Dude, but, that uh, Brooklyn uh, Ave sandwich. Langers, I hear, is the spot. Langers, Langers is, is the, the jam. Yeah, yeah, Number yeah. nineteen is no joke. It's the. I mean, I, I mean, I've been to like uh, the uh, Stereo Moses. I was like, uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I gotta be honest. You don't need to go to Italian food when you're out here. New York is kind of. We're in like in a very good like Italian time in LA, where there's yeah. a tons of new openings, but like. You know, coming, you know what it is? coming like from if, where you do. If you compare it to like the Michael White stuff in New York, like Maria and all these like really, you know, forward thinking restaurants. Higher end. Like, high concept right. They're not, not red sauce high, joints. Not like molecular gastronomy, but just right. like the idea of like, you know, Maria is one of you know, Michael White's, you know, namesake restaurants on, on uh, Central Park South. And it's all coastal Mediterranean Italian seafood and everything is just 
so pristine, pristine. white tablecloth. with red wine, braised octopus, and a sauce thickened with bone marrow. Mm. Uh, you know, I well, would eat that damn. right now. Yeah, damn. spaghetti with Santa Barbara crab and sea urchin, and like sure, everything sure. is just clean and amazing right. and really, really good. And there's there, and, and, and it, 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 there's something very, you know. And I go to this place like Osteria Mozart, and I like it a lot, but it seems. And then there's this whole large group of restaurants in LA where it's like a lot of money, but it's like not Long that, Island catering all food. Like you go in there and it's like uh, calamari with chipotle aioli. And it's like, what? And it's like <laughs> 28 dollars. But then you look around and everybody's like, you know, there's white chairs and mm-hmm. everybody's good. And well, it's that's like, like oh, the, that's, that's like a, the Hollywood thing. Like there's restaurants yeah. that look cool are in a great location, but it's like, Food's nothing special. Food, right. And they're Food expensive is, as It's passable. It's, yeah. it's passable, expensive the shit. The thing I want to get out here that I haven't gotten, I need to do the Korean barbecue. Yes. I kind of feel, I'm a big, I grew up in Long Island, so I love seafood. There doesn't seem to be a ton of seafood other than like fish tacos and stuff. You know, if you're, I'm a huge you can, seafood you can, guy. You can, you can venture if out. There's some good out, places like, I can on recommend. the west side, like out, like when you're on like PCH in Malibu. There's like I went a, to this place, Gladstones. It's like a very no, that's not. Place. That's a, it's a garbage there's place. There's a place called yeah, Neptune's no. Net. No, that's Neptune's, out there in Neptune's Malibu. Net is great. And then there's yeah. a place that's just called Malibu Seafood. Yeah, Malibu Seafood is really, really great. You choose your seafood in the case, and then they'll fry it for you right there. You're like sitting outside on a like fucking the, picnic like table. There's like higher end stuff like Water Grill or Fishing with Dynamite. You would love or, Water Grill. Or Connie and Ted's. Yeah. Water Grill's um, super classic downtown power yeah, lunch. You, yeah. you, like, you would enjoy Water Grill. Yeah. It's, a, it's a solid, solid there's meal. There's a place by WME, my agent. That's, which, shout out to William Morris Endeavor. Yeah, shout out to William Morris. Uh, which was fine. I forget. It's like right on Wilshire and whatever. It's oh, like yeah. this big. Yeah, see, I don't know shit about Beverly Hills because I never go there. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I never eat there, I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just this very big, uh, but it's like, it's... Get, get your agent to take you to like fucking Crustacean in Beverly Hills or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. did, you did that's any like, good... That's like a, like Asian focused like oh, seafood. Okay. That's not yeah. like... Uh, like, what's a good, what's a good like fucking... Well... Silver Lake, l Oyster Bar. They got a yeah, great yeah, fucking yeah. raw bar I mean, there's bar Blue upstairs. Plate Oysterette. There's l Oyster Bar. That's true. Uh, you have, like I said, you have Connie and Ted's. If you're downtown, the Oyster Gourmet in Grand Central Market. Oyster okay. Gourmet is great. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Dude, oysters all goddamn day. Fucking yeah. oysters. Yeah, has been my spot where, like, every time I come, I go It's a special there. place. It it's, it's a special place. I mean, it's great. Place. Jazz, the owner, is just always yeah. there, always I energetic and, like, fun. It's like, and maybe it'll take an hour to get your food. I really, really hot stuff because I'm a pussy, but I like... I don't mind a little spice. Some of the stuff is off the chain. Right. Oh, it's I insane. I can't do like the soups that they serve. There's a line like, across which you're like not having they, they fun. Also, they also have 9 million things on their menu of like, varying would, degrees of spice. I want to eat that jazz burger, but I'm like, can I even handle that? Or will <laughs> I be on stage later like, I've, like I've never had Listen, the guys, burger. I got to go. I've yeah. definitely never had the burger. That's but the other I thing. It's kind of like when you perform a lot, you almost like, you're like, I am got to be very careful about what I Are eat. you like... Uh, I'm eating white toast and butter. Do unsalted. you like to go out like after a show and eat? Because I'm always like... If I know I'm gonna have to perform I like an early dinner, because like yeah. you don't like to eat and then get on stage. Like no, I don't like no to eat and get on that. stage. But I will do this. So if I'm out and I'm headlining a club weekend, I need to eat something because I'm doing an hour. So right. I need to eat you need something. Sustenance. So I'll do Fuel. like a Greek yogurt and maybe like a half of like tuna on like a turkey or tuna Sensible. on wheat. Nutritious. Nothing spicy, nothing that's gonna inflame right. anything. Right. You know, because you need energy, but you need to not be like some protein. Burping know. up. But tonight, like I'm doing a hot burps. top, which is what, an eight minute set? Yeah, great Who show. Shout out to Hot <laughs> right. yeah. right. I'm going you know, to Helen Ray's before I'll that. I'll eat there on stage. <laughs> like it's like it is what it is. Like Well, there's actually a new spot that does great oysters right there on yeah. Virgil. Yeah. Opened across from Squirrel called Melody. Yeah, I was just in, I did the uh, Impractical Jokers cruise. They brought oh, comics wow. on that. 
and uh, cruises. Food night, was good. Nightmare. No, I've never no, been on a cruise. Seems cruise like a nightmare. Cruises, cruises is a pretty. Cruises it's like garbage. a Vegas buffet. Yeah. Like, like ugh. there's uh, like even when I did that cruise, when I did the the demo stuff for yeah. Princess, we were on a ship that had a Curtis Stone restaurant on it called Share or whatever. Right. No, it was fine. It was yeah. fine, but like that's not what normal people get to eat. No. They have to pay. A, I have a whole bit about. How you got to do cruise food. Is just, just like sh- yeah. I'd never even been on a cruise. And I was like, I'll I'll probably never step on one again. But uh, we left out of New Orleans. So I went in early to just go do 48 hours in New Orleans. We shot the Comedy Central specials in New Orleans. So I was like, oh, this is like so cool. And uh, so outside of New York City, City, New Orleans is my spot to eat. I just love New Orleans. It's unbelievable. Because I love shellfish. I love fish. I love seafood. I love all of that. It's fantastic. Uh, One place I would recommend, it's really just more po' boy focused, but it's a place called Little Jewel of New Orleans in Chinatown here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. But yeah, I mean like, I remember going to New Orleans for the first time and you're just like, it's just, you're just totally floored. Like yeah. there's nothing like it. You, like you, a lot of places in the United States, they feel like they're like other places. Yeah. New Orleans, no, it's like a completely singular experience. Yeah, it's completely yeah. The different. best food, like the best like drinking environment because you can walk around with There's so drink. much history the too. Like music. Yeah. Oh, it's so just like, cool. oh God. It's so cool. And like the thing that's amazing to me about the food there is like, there are some cities where you feel like they've just discovered food (laughs) trying to shoehorn it into their culture and that you couldn't feel less like that in new orleans food is literally in the blood of the city it's a critical part and you feel it and it's amazing and it's different than like you know some other cities you can't fake that you can't fake yeah that's hundreds of years of a lot of cities in the northeast now when you go they're trying to like they're like you know oh this is we're now a thing. Like we're into food, now. and it's like, yeah. Uh, but when you go, when you go to like New Orleans, you're just like in Portland, Maine. It's like, hey, hey, fuck right. you. You know well, what I mean? We actually have a craft uh, brewery now. Right. Uh, it's all that shit, and you just kind of. And I like, support that, but yeah, it's fine. But there's some. It's all homogenous. They all look the same. Right, Tell right, me the right. difference between Portland, Maine, Manchester, New Hampshire, fucking all these places. It's tough. Right. Uh, but when you go down to New Orleans, man, there's something so nice about a city that like grew around food and eating and yeah. like fucking. What was the best thing you ate there? Uh, so there's a, there's actually there's a few dishes I really love. There's a dish at a place called Brennan's, which oh, yeah. is uh, I, I got turtle soup at Brennan's. Eggs, yeah, it's really good. They have this thing called eggs hussard, which is just eggs Benedict, but it has this Marchand de Vin sauce, which Ooh. is this deeply concentrated like stock and red wine like demi glaze but it's so deep and it's so ah, rich mm, and they just ah. put it all over the eggs benedict and it's just so instead of hollandaise no with hollandaise it's like a demi glaze there is no instead there's no instead demi glaze it goes on the plate damn and then they just put the eggs benedict on top of it and then if you want to get absurd <laughs> you could just say just throw a few fried oysters just on throw top. them on top and just eh. it's so good and you don't even need the fried o- i didn't even do the fried oysters but it's so good that was amazing commander's palace was amazing po boys at domalisi's was amazing mm-hmm. uh desire oyster bar which is just this you know oyster bars on the side of the yeah. road just eating gulf oysters yeah. and it's just like can't get, like those those charbroiled oysters with the butter sauce the it's best. just like the best hey it's great i mean so good i feel like Outside of New Orleans, you don't see grilled oysters a no, lot. No, never. Which is crazy never. to me because it's so easy to do. But I you actually, know what it is? I th- it's something that's kind of nice about, I like somebody's like, oh, they should have In-N-Out Burger in New York. I'm like, I don't want the country to be a big mall. That's true. <laughs> isn't it <laughs> the nice? The mallization of America. Isn't it yeah. nice it's that you got to go, you got to get off your ass. It's regional, baby. get on a right. fucking plane Well, also, I, I like that the whole thing about In-N-Out 
that they didn't expand past a certain radius was they didn't want to freeze materials in their trucks. So right. it was like everything has to yeah. be close enough to be delivered fresh from their distribution And it's points. such a Cali burger chain, and it feels like such a West Coast burger chain. Do you buy into the Shake Shack In-N-Out hype versus In-N-Out? I mean, obviously. Uh, are you doing like, like comparisons? Are you having arguments with friends? Like, do you ah, go to Shake Shack a lot in your everyday life in New York no. City? No, no. Don't Men- love it. The menu's once way too year. big. It's like once a year. But I would go to In and Out once a year too. I just right. I don't not, go to In and Out very regularly. I, I here's the deal. It's good. It's yeah. fast food. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of eating in uh, over a garbage can in a crowded <laughs> terminal. Right. So that's never been my move. Right. Like I don't, I, I, I've had the double, double it in and out and I've had the one at Shake Shack and like, they're both very good. I like Shake Shack better personally. Um, but I, I, I think oh, Shake Shack's a little more expensive. The meats, Pat Lafrida's meats probably a little better, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it's a twice a year move at most okay. Shake Shack right. in New York. I mean, yeah. who's, who is standing on a line in Shake Shack? I mean, I, I worry about because listen, man, it's a burger. It's you true. can make a good burger at home. That's true. It's true. You know what I mean? It's like we, I'll go out. I go out. I spend money, but it's right. like to spend thirty dollars for shit. I mean, Do you ever cook? Not really. There's two things I can make really well. I'm really good at making a souffle. Like really? Like, that's like yeah, the hardest thing to make. That is well, very talented. That's like, that's that's like a water bath. It's traditionally very, the hardest oh, thing yeah. to do. It's, I learned it when I was a little guy because I grew up in the 90s, which was a big food time in New York, and everything was very you know, French and grand. Right. And all the restaurants were Le Bernardin and Le Grenouille and Le yeah. Cirque. And, of haute cuisine. And the thing, they would all have a f- souffle. And I'm like, I want to learn how to make this. And my dad was like, it's very hard. You'll never be able to do it. So like, when you tell a fucking kid that. I'll show you, dad. So this I is actually, what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Specialization. You were like, what do you mean I can't make a souffle, dad? <laughs> <laughs> fucking wrong. I'm going to dedicate my life yeah. to that. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I figured it out. And it's really, really good. And We're uh, talking chocolate. Well, we're talking chocolate. We're talking so so. Any you could do it with any flavor. Okay. Here's what you got to do. I think any other flavor, you got to make kind of a pastry cream and infuse that flavor into the pastry cream. And th- the way that you do that is important about how that comes through. Okay. Like, you know, if you want to have a raspberry souffle, I find it works better if you actually make something you infuse a raspberry instead of just taking raspberry and mixing it up with. The uh, egg whites and stuff like that. Right. I think it needs something, a, a density. It needs a, a little bit of a heaviness to it. And that comes from like making a raspberry cream mm. or uh, something like that. So that like it should, that almost has a consistency of a chocolate. So it's like you have some creamy element with the egg, egg whites to make, which is my opinion. And it comes from people that taught me how to do it. It's, it's kind of a very French way to do it. What's, the, like, what's your other go-to dish? So that's a go-to dish, and so my other you're gonna laugh. This is now it's stupid, but it's uh, it's a, it's a Belgian waffle. Wow, it's a perfect waffle iron at home. Yeah, like wow, a perfectly done Belgian. Waffle. I love how that, both these dishes conform to your love of luxury and the, the high the, life. The, the, yeah. Bel- yeah. the Belgian waffle, when it comes to breakfast, like pastry kind of food, that yeah. is my preferred kind. Like pan- yeah. over pancakes or French toast, Absolutely. dude. Waffle all over day, pancakes. every day. Definitely. But it's so all day, the, every the, day. The crisp. Yeah. Outside and the soft inside is yeah. so hard to do. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you, a dense waffle. There's nothing worse than a dense waffle. Oh, nothing no. worse. There's no. Nothing worse. You it, need the crispiness, but you need the the uh, like the the inside that's like soft, soft, yeah. Yeah. almost a, a, ethereal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and it's like and it's so tough to do. And I think I've learned how to do it. So one of the things that I actually started to do with pancakes is start 
because somebody actually told me that this is what McDonald's did. I don't know if it's what they did or not, but they, they started putting seltzer in the pancake batter huh. that makes it lighter. Mm-hmm. And I've actually done that, and it's actually helped, which is very interesting. Because it brings air bubbles in there and just yeah, kind of keeps it's it interesting. fluffy. It's kind of weird. They said that, that somebody told me that trick. Um, and, and with my, with my waffle, it's, I think it's all about the, the batter and it's all about the actual iron, the heat, the, the temperature, right. what you're using, the butter, the whatever, like everything's got to be perfect. If anything is wrong or if you, if you are, get a phone call and walk away for a you minute, fine. Fine. it's all over. And the same thing with the souffle. There's you such a, you got to be there. You ha- it's so, you know, th- there's a moment where a souffle will, you know, it kind of crests and it's there right. and you bring it out. It's like risotto. It's got to go from like pan to plate to mouth within mm-hmm. five minutes. Right. It's, they're, they're so time sensitive and I'm such an obsessive guy that those are the only two things I can cook because it's like, all right, we're right. doing the it. Two artists, I'm watching it. <laughs> now it's Everybody leave me alone. Like, you know, this is the Get out of here. I could never do something with like lots of components and lots of, and like three hours and like right. lots of it would never work. So if you're on like chop, they'd be like, you, "These are all your ingredients," and you just make a waffle. I would be like, like "I'm making a waffle. I'm making a waffle, waffle. That's and it. I'm, I'm putting everything that. else yeah. just right on top this of it." This guy wins. How, how often are you actually getting up and making like the perfect Belgian waffle, though? Oh, very life? rarely. But I mean, I, I, I but I will, when you do, I will do uh, it every now and then, and it'll be like this will consume an hour of my day. You're like a dessert guy, though. Like Joel, um, Joel and I talk a lot yeah. about how we're like rather eat more during the meal and then yeah. not have dessert. Obviously, like a little bit of dessert. It, I mean, I need like a sousant of dessert. I, I like can't do... A, a, a like, sousant? Yeah. yeah. I can't do like a, be- like a piece of... Like an entire piece of pie at the end of a meal is like a nightmare. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a food dude, but I the thing about desserts is like I love... I love bites. Right. And I love an array. I love right. a table that has been flooded with desserts. Right. I think it's right. appropriate. So you need a little bit of this, a little bit of I that. I only think it's appropriate to order every dessert or none of them. I like that. That's so a that's good my, plan. That's, that's the way I feel because about Because once they're on the table, everyone's going to take a bite of one thing. I mean, every dessert or nothing. Or right. we leave. And that's fine, too. It's I've your left. overall life philosophy. Yeah, Everything absolutely. Or Everything or nothing. And that, so that's my, my game with desserts. I got to give a shout out to the best dessert that I've had in recent memory. At Joel and I went to lunch at Cali restaurant. Shout out to Kevin. Oh my goodness gracious sakes. Fantastic meal. Talk about pristine. I mean, very, very, very good. So the dessert is a sweet cream gelato. Ooh. And then he cures egg yolks in sugar. In sugar and salt. A little bit of salt. More sugar. Grates it over the gelato at the table. That's it. And it's, I mean, and that it's one of the best things I've ever had in my simple, entire life. Unbelievably and beautiful. good. Sweet and salty, man. Sweet yeah. and salty. That's, yeah. the, that's actually, you know what I had uh, last night on in our ramen night, and Andrew had this in Japan. And when he first mentioned it, I was like, what? But then I was like on board, just ice cream covered in soy sauce. Yeah. He had it in Japan. Huh. He was like, try like, this. Wait, wait, wait. Like smothered in soy no, sauce? Or like, just like a little like, just... scoop of vanilla ice cream, like Hagen dazs or McConnell's, and then just well, that, a little you, you like, like soy a, sauce You get like more of like a um, uh, salty umami flavor but it's like, it's mixed like with that, that cr- sweet and salty thing. It's like it's like dipping French fries in a milkshake. Yes. Mark Forgione is a restaurant in Tribeca called Mark Forgione, and one of the desserts I love is it's just it's just chocolate chip cookies with melted vanilla ice cream. Oh. That sounds perfect. It comes All melted. Comes melted. Like That's great. That sounds great. Of, it's not like on glaze or something. No, it's just it's, it's, it's melted, just melted straight vanilla up. ice cream. It's so because that's what you want anyway. Simple. We got an order up. Put the ice cream in the microwave. Yeah. yeah, when you order like pile of mode, you want it to melt into it's the boom. pie, and that's that's a restaurant that like everything they do there is amazing and simple. Like he does chicken under a brick, but it's the best oh, yeah. chicken in New York, and it's like it's garlic, shallots, white wine, oil, herbs, mm. rosemary, some Yukon gold potatoes. But again, perfectly cooked, perfectly sweet, and it's just everything is perfect. And then boom, cookies and ice cream, roasted chicken, cookies and ice cream, 
done. That's a fucking meal. Done. That, you know we talk I mean? about this all the time. Yeah. Like, the best meals are just super good ingredients yeah. prepared simply, but oh, like yeah. perfect. Well, what, one Absolutely. of the things my uncle's in the, in the restaurant business, what he told me is that they have a restaurant quality Italian and it's like they have this this chicken parmesan that's shaped like a That's pizza. your uncle's restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Great restaurant. He, yeah, it's, very, it's a great restaurant. I'm not even a fan of their main dish, but it's such an instant. I mean, I like it. It's fine. What's it's, their main dish? Their chicken parmesan that's shaped like a pizza. Oh, served like cut a, it. Okay. Calabrian pepper, chili honey, okay. whatever. But it's that like such an Instagrammable thing right, now. Right. It's like people come for that one. Cut thing. it at the table. I would much rather like give me the lobster fry the avlo, give me the fucking whatever. But it, what's amazing is like everybody now, and I find myself too, I crave like one thing. I go to a restaurant now. I think the 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 era that I kind of grew up in, which kind of died with nine eleven, which was like this very like destination restaurant thing, right. which is kind of somewhat dying. And I think people now just kind of want something simple, and they want to go for something they love, and they go, "I want to go and have this," but they're not looking like. For me, and I go to these restaurants sometimes. I can't do a three hour tasting menu anymore it just feels crazy you know <laughs> to sit there for three it just doesn't and there's only a handful well, of you don't have to I go in there with a certain do. mindset when you're do. doing yeah that. but it just feels like in this in this world that we're in with our phone and the this and that the idea of a three at now by the way in the in 1998 that was what you that did. was the standard you, right. you did you went yeah. to the burn and dan yeah and you fucking had a three-hour dinner you like, put your nokia in your yeah. pocket right. you stop playing snake right. and you focus on the you meal and that was it now like my uncle's restaurant group is now doing uh uh, they have this restaurant called Quality Eats, which is an inexpensive millennial steakhouse where right. it's like, you know, here's some vegan options. Here's some veggies. Right. And by the way, get in and out. Like right. you're in, you're out. Fun, you're in, you're out. And it's like- More casual, like casual, counter service and focus. They, they have they have three of them in New York right now. Right. They're going to Chicago, they're going to DC, they're going everywhere. That's the overall trend. The overarching trend is people that want kind of, for at this moment right now, I think we're, we were in this very big era in New York City of nostalgia, the red sauce joint, the steakhouse, like mm-hmm. re, reimagining these classical concepts. Right. Now I think because of Trump, we are less apt to fall in love with nostalgia, right. you know, because we don't know if there's a future. So now people want in and out. Like I do think how you eat does say a lot about what's going on in the moment. For sure. So like after 9-11, the idea of sitting in an opulent French palace and right. eating for three hours Seemed, seemed crazy, crazy. <laughs> so like that gave birth to the green market era of like knowing what you're reading and all that stuff and then that kind of gave way to the to the very like high concept molecular gastronomy kind of crazy stuff which gave way to like we're, we're getting too nuts let's go back to like it's very much a yolo lifestyle for right. the molecular gastronomy well, yeah. also you know yeah. we're dealing with the millennial generation who have a lot less disposable income yes but are also more willing to spend, spend it, it on, on food, food yes. and experiences instead of material goods and they have goods. different tastes and right. they have different the Instagram generation and nobody wants to be and, and there's a lot of wealthy people now that kind of don't want to look wealthy right. so conspicuous have, wealth is not a good look yeah. I see Keanu Reeves on the fucking subway every day there you go yeah shout out to Keanu in LA yeah. there's a subway and he rides Keanu his motorcycle yeah, he, I mean, he does actually he was just he well, was on the subway insulting. recently yeah. like if I saw somebody him on the subway I'm like this is dumb <laughs> you're being dumb now. Pr- protect yourself yeah yeah <laughs> it's crazy yeah i mean uh damn that's yeah we're heading toward an uncertain future you know it's yeah. like what can well, we do you have sushi places in la where they come buy you on a conveyor belt that's true right so I mean, but they've had they've had that in like yeah, japan that's a thing. for like that's, that's a, a thing, thing that's yeah. been like carried yeah. over i'll fuck with some you, I wouldn't. I, saying that I, we were like talking it. about this. We had ramen last week. If it's week. good, I don't care I about don't the care gimmick. Either. See, yeah. I, I, I like sitting down and like talking to like the guy and like being like, yeah, and like watching him make it in front well, of me. Yeah, of course. Like it's it's like it's like that's like more fun for me. That's like my idea of like dinner and a show. Right. Yeah. 
There is something about sitting at a, a good sushi bar and watching those guys work. That's yeah, like just being like, calming. I want a piece of this. I and he's like, here you go. love that. Yeah. And that's such a part of the experience. I mean, this is why one of my big beefs now is these, these high-end restaurant delivery services like caviar. I hate, it's so not caviar worth it. Caviar and all these it's things. It's so like, not worth so it. Worth it. food is eating. never no. nearly as Stop, good. Don't eat an aged ribeye out of a tin. Sure, you, sure you can. weirdo. You can, but you shouldn't. See, yeah. I wouldn't do that, but i definitely order me a salad from Cosa Buona. And a but, very nice Neapolitan but pizza. The idea yeah. that like you're gonna order a meal and no, you're not gonna, gonna get like, oysters in like a, a whole, fucking I porterhouse. I rant against Blue Apron. I hate Blue Apron. It's uh, like go buy a fucking onion because you need like, it in a bag. I'm like, don't what are you doing. You know, it's like don't make soup with another loser. Go out and patronize a restaurant right. and or you know cook. What I mean? Try a cook. Yeah, try, it's like, try cooking shit. Why can't you just like download a recipe off off like Alta Vista or something? It's a wealth of food knowledge. If you can't put together a meal with the the Google apparatus at I your finger. Go to Ask Jeeves yeah, and ask him how to make a it. fucking just soup. Bing right. it, okay? <laughs> Especially in New York. Get your, get on your Zoom and bing it. The idea that we're becoming pod people right, and we're not right. leaving our apartment to me in a city. And you see this like in kind of like the comedic culture online where it's like, LOL, I hate going outside. I'm on my couch for 14 yeah. hours adulting, LOL. But then and it's, it's just like, like, all right, let me look at everyone's W2 and who's making a living <laughs> in comedy and then who's right. a real comedian. And right. Who's you know an infantilized, delusional psycho? Right, you know what right, I mean. Right, like, right. and then it's like, oh boy. So I, I personally erased Postmates from my phone. First of all, because I was abusing it and spending yeah. so much money. Because right. it's not cheap. They charge you a pretty, it's pretty absurd. cheap fee. Yeah. But also because like, it's never like I feel like even in the best of circumstances, it's maybe seventy percent as good as going to the restaurant. Even just a pizza. Like I, you know, I got a. I got a caviar delivery from Cosa Buona, and it was like, this is good, of course. But it's like, is that, it's not, it's not nearly as good no, as it's, being it's, there. It's not nearly as good. And not just because of the ambiance, whatever. I'm talking about the quality but of what the if food. But what if you go in it like I do? with the chef's mind and I have the understanding that it's not going to be as good. Like right. when Cosa Buona gets delivered from me, I, before it comes, like the five minutes before it comes, I go into my fucking kitchen and I turn on my cast iron yeah. and when I get the well, pizza, I take three slices and I put them on there and cook it unilaterally. Yeah. So it's crispy as shit on the bottom okay. and yeah. I feel great about myself. Oh, you're, you're smart. You got it all uh, You got it all out. figured yeah. out. I just think it's always funny because there's very few foods that you can like imagine like, okay, is it good? It's ready? It just came off? Good. Put it right, in, in a, a bag and Uber let it steam for forty minutes. Right? Yeah, it's steaming. It's still cooking. The in only there. thing that yeah. can stay like that is like Chinese. It's like what are the most deliverable things? Chinese food because yeah, it's, it's like glop noodle. because yeah. it's glop yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. and you can steam it and it's just gonna be just delicious. You know what glop. actually yeah. delivers super well? Pho when they do it completely independently. They send yeah. you yeah. that. that you can do that. Well, you can do that with ramen as well. You can do it with like Superman ramen. Yeah, that's. That's fine. That's the that's, that's the move. That's where it comes from up top. What will always deliver uh, a meatball hero will always deliver. Right, exactly. It'll Chicken get, a, it'll get melty. It'll deliver. get a little soggy, but you kind of want that. Yeah, it's fine. It's perfectly adaptable. Uh, pizza's usually fine. Right. But everything else, I'm right. like not a huge fan of like sushi. That can I, I get some grilled oysters ordered right to my door? Yeah. You can, but they're gonna be terrible, right. and yeah, you yeah, might yeah, die. Yeah. 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 That was what I heard my roommate the other day. He's like. Can I have the lobster bisque? I went, the lobster bisque? <laughs> what? How does that even arrive? And then you like, then you wrote a nice bit about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank God. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I I I just think you know for the for food quality and just going outside. It's it's valuable to go outside. Go yeah. sit go sit at the bar. Watch the fucking chef. But that's what my whole thing is. I love sitting at a bar and watching 
a, a, a restaurant in a busy night kind of right. struggle. How they cope with it. The rhythms, yeah. the energy. I like to watch. So the, you like the open kitchen feel? I love that. I love to watch yeah. the wheels come off the operation a yeah. bit. I love right. to watch something. Give weeds. me a minute. Yeah. Like, Hold on. I need that right now. Part yeah. two. Yeah. I said two People are just like choking it. each that's other what, out behind the line. I love eating at the bar. Yes. That's I'm a big. A, you're a big bar. I'll go like if I'm in another city. I'll go to like a, I, I a like restaurant. That. I'll sit at the bar alone. Yes. Try to sit by yes. the pass if I can. Yeah. yeah. You can see the action. You can see the rhythms. You see the little dramas playing out. Like, yeah. you know, you're probably sick of that every, shit. Every now and again, you just throw something at them to see who no, blames who no, for no, what. No, 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 no. But you're right. You can really get the best sense of a restaurant doing that. Absolutely. I, I love that. And I've loved restaurants since I was a little kid. And part of the thing I like about restaurants is they're their own little world little ecosystem ecosystem all the drama the all the hierarchical there, structures the people who work there the, oh it's the, like it might as well be it. that's like you're it's, it's, the, it's, it's like you lift you, you like at my restaurant's like no we're the only restaurant like right. there's nothing right. else this around is this is the only thing that matters yours. and in uh, those, culver city okay it's in yeah. culver city in down that, right in downtown yeah, culver. during service it's like that's all that exists yeah. yeah oh yeah no there's nothing else that exists outside of that so to me i always loved like whether it was like an old you know rendazzo's clam bar and Brooklyn that's been there since 1910 or like a, a, a new steakhouse where it's the wealthiest people in the world are eating there. I love the environment of a restaurant because I feel like that's such a cool thing. Right. There's very few institutions where you can learn as much about people as you can in a restaurant seeing how they eat and socialize with each other. That's true. You know a lot about people when you walk out of that restaurant. You go, oh, these people, you know what I mean? You kind of get it. Right. And I think as, as somebody, that's always been more interesting to me than a museum. Oh, sure. I would sure. much <laughs> rather do that than walk around the Smithsonian because I'm I, 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 I much more into watching you know, the, the sociology right. of like a, a, a restaurant. Right. It's human nature on display. Yeah. Really I mean, I would literally, I mean, obviously there's exception to this, but for the most part, I would rather go have a two hour dinner than go to a movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I would. And I obviously would. it's like, I enjoy movies. I'm uh, not right. crazy, but like if, if it comes down to like, we're going to go, you know, go to a movie. If someone's like, yeah, go to a restaurant. Like I would rather do that. The, the only hard thing for me is if it's like, Hey, we can either go to a restaurant or we can go to like a, like a hockey game. Well, or like also, a baseball yeah, game. It's like, different when you're that's, eating that's with hard chefs. for me. It's like going to a comedy show with comedians. Like, because I don't want to eat every at the time I eat really with that much you anymore. and other chefs. It's like you're just like wildly critical, and it's the same as like if you went to a comedy show and sat in the audience with four comics, you would be like. They would just. What spend are you talking about? Overly critical. You we're know, like, you guys are brutal. No, we're not, oh dude. My we, eat, God. we eat happily. If I'm eating with you and a couple other chefs, you guys are tearing shit down. Well, you know what it so is? They're hard. looking at it critically. When I when I go out to dinner with my uncle, he'll be like, he'll notice a, a ramekin that has a chip in. it. Right, exactly. And he'll be like, we can't because right. you always go in because yeah. what you know, you look right. for the things of that course. are wrong. You of don't right. look for what and they're he'll, doing. He'll that's be right. Like, we can't serve a shellfish tower for hundred bucks and have right, a ramekin. Tartar sauce can't be in a chip ramekin, bro. Yeah, that's ramekin one. Dude, yeah. chip plates at Cosa Buona the other night. Hey, well, th well, they also, well, that's also different. They get like their, they, they, have their they get their like their custom like stamp. Yeah, but once like, it's look. chipped, gotta yeah. take that out. It's, that, I mean, that's you know, that's uh, it depends on how they feel about Shout it. Shout out how, to Cosa though, which is great. And I love. You got to try so that good. chicken parm sandwich if you're. I should. You're yeah, I guess you just gotta try it in general. It's fucking delicious. Is that, is that your spot or no? This is a. So it's kind of like this. The one he has like a very nice Italian restaurant in Silver Lake called Alimento. He kind of took over an existing pizza, pizza place, place yeah. in, in Echo Park and kind of made it like 
a neighborhood red sauce joint, but like a little it's, elevated. It's, yeah, it's Are the elevated. Nancy Silverton restaurants good out here? Like, yeah, you so that's Mozo. You went to Mozo, yeah. Mozo, right? So, like, so pizzeria Mozo, I really like. Yeah, I think yeah, the pizza yeah, is, nice. is considerably yeah. better than so Osteria. At that Mozo complex, there's pizzeria Mozo, a Steri Mozo, then there's a meat forward restaurant called Key Spaka, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Very so I've They're all very expensive. Yeah. Uh, she just opened a new Roman style pizzeria in Highland Park called Triple Bean Pizza, which I. I went to. It's cool. In Rome, they There's like... something about the mozzarella bar that I don't connect to, and I don't know why. There's something you don't like to see that, the guy watch, see, that's, watch that's, a ve- that's a very, like, California kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, that you're sitting up there, and you're like, what? it's like the it's like a salad bar, mozzarella yeah. bar. It's all light, and it's like... Yeah. It's just... That's not a very, like... I like watching yeah. a guy, like... Do, do a ball of mozzarella, you know? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine, but wouldn't you, like, sometimes I, I'd rather watch the guy making a pizza. That's true. Like, yeah. pulling a pizza and, like, something gets fucked up, they throw it away, and you're like, I would have eaten that. I actually <laughs> I actually saw that happen at a... At a I saw it happen at Bestia I, over and over. I saw it happen at Cosa. It was like, you could tell, like, the one dude who was, like, really skilled was, like, teaching the other guy because yeah. they're, like, in the big stove, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, the dude fucked it up, and you could, like, see his face. He was like, fuck. And then the other guy just took it and like threw it in the trash. Yeah, no. And I was like, I wouldn't eaten that. I wouldn't have eaten that. Just give it to me. But also yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, working that pie in the in the hot ass wood burning stove. It's, that's I a mean, skill. it's it's like it's like a, a waffle or it's like a waffle or souffle. It you have to turn it because the yeah. fire burns from one side. Mm-hmm. So one side's yeah, more apt it, to get fucking like it, like burn and charred. It's it is a science. Like you can see it, people will put the put the 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 paddle in and just and lift it off the stone right. and tilt it one way or another mm-hmm. to finish certain yeah. areas of it, which is like you wouldn't think that you would be like, oh, I'm just gonna put it in. I'm gonna turn around. Blah blah. blah. No, it's very 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 hard to be a good good pizza maker. Right. Very hard. I I gotta say a, a final note about Nancy Silverton. That new spot is really interesting because it's Roman style, so it's long rectangular pies. Yeah. And it's by the ounce. So yeah. They, they cut it. it That's with, big in New York. Yeah. Now. So they cut it with scissors and they weigh it. But it was surprising that the best one was was the mushroom slice. I would have to have to have to try that. The mushroom slice was a big that. sleeper hit for me. I would try. How many p- different pies do they have? Five different pies. I would. I could. You know, fucks with. You know, yeah. a couple bites. For and that's pie. a good thing about this style. You can be like, give me a couple ounces of this, a couple ounces. Of, you know, you, you could get like. Platter. Can I have a half ounce of this? And be like, get out of here, sir. <laughs> I just need like a. I, I need a bump. I just need one bump of pizza. Yeah, could you just chop it up so I can <laughs> snort it, please? <laughs> just give bump? me one hit. Let me get one one hit. Can I get a, I get a dab, please. Well, fuck. Uh, well, I'm I'm glad you're out here, and I'm glad uh, you know things are going well for you. You're going to be spending a lot more time in LA. We'll have to go get Korean barbecue. No, we will. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks um, for having me. Uh, let's you know. Let's do you know. You're at Tim at Tim J Dillon. Tim on Twitter J Dillon on Instagram, Twitter, and Insta. You're yeah. always posting great food on your Instagram. I am posting pretty decent. Food, I gotta yeah. say, you're yeah, you're living good a good food. life. I'm I'm out there. <laughs> fucking, I'm out there. At the very least, he's fucking out there, folks. I'm out there. I want to take you to a spot in New York when you come to New York, an Italian spot in Corona, Queens, that I just went to called Parkside, which Ooh. is like a real mob. Deep sp- Queens. But it's like deep Queens and like like meat bread. You know Ooh. what I mean? Like that type <laughs> of like, but just also like one of those restaurants where you're just like, oh, this is so good. Good. Right. And right. It's like sixty years. Yeah. Of they just know what the fuck they're so doing. So good. Yeah. And I love just, places like you that. You know, you're just like. LA wow. doesn't have a ton of like. I grew up in Philly, so it was like there was so many like, just Italian places that you grew up on knowing that they had been there forever, and right. it was just like that's where you went. Like you want lasagna, you fucking go to Carlino's. But yeah. you know, LA has fewer institutions just because it's a newer city. But yeah. like, there are places like you know, like you go to Musso and Frank's, and you're like. Fuck yeah! This yeah. is old. Like yeah. they, you know, like they're making the steak and they're making the martini. Dantana's and you're is like, good, right? Dantana's. I've actually yeah. never been to Dantana's, never been to Dantana's, but, but it's like very, yeah, very. Yeah, old. that old red sauce. Yeah. You gotta fucking respect that shit. There you yeah. go. LA just needs more Italians, dude. <laughs>
But it's nice. It's nice because it's a different thing here. But it's nice, you know. That's the food. I think you always have some type of attachment to the food you grew up with. That's true. And to me, the food I grew up with more than any other is like Italian slash seafood. So like that's kind of the world that I come. If from. If someone yeah. was gonna go to Long Island, what would be like absolute must hit? Uh, interesting. So I mean, it really depends on where you're gonna go. But I mean, so for example, there's a there's a there's a place. In Where's the- Billy Joel eat? <laughs> Probably, probably cocaine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he cares. Like, he doesn't. I love uh, that I restaurant. He cares. It's um, great. But I, I would tell you this: there's a, there's a restaurant in the town I grew up in, Island Park, called South Shore Fish. South Shore Fish, Artie South Shore Fish, and it is all fishermen, and I mean, it is all like just as simple. As you get, you just pick a fish. Oh yeah, you could just be put like, some lemon on it or something. This sounds like Joel's what is, nightmare. What is what is what is my nightmare? Is it nightmare? Right, right across the street is actually a restaurant, a restaurant called Jimmy Hayes, which is a great steakhouse where they do the chef there who died, but everything is veal stock. So he makes a Ooh. shrimp scampi with deep Ooh. dark Ooh. veal stock, I love and it's veal like stock. I do actually like shrimp scampi, and it's like love, he does it. Yeah. He does I, I love a good scampi. scampi with a dark brown sauce. And garlic bread. They have a red Roquefort salad dressing, which is like a French dressing with hunks of Roquefort cheese in it. I love mean, that funk. They do a ribeye special on a twice baked. It's like a potato cake with like a, a shallot garlic bacon. I mean, it's just it's it's an excess. Damn. But it's really really good. And I they would have, watch they're, they're, they're a food show dish. where you go. Their famous dish is a gorgonzola bread with a gorgonzola cheese sauce. It's like insane. But so Jimmy, hey, I would say if if you're on the South Shore of Long Island. Jimmy Hayes Steakhouse, you cannot go wrong. I would watch a program called Tim Dillon's Long Island, where you just go to these places. Well, yeah, let's see. And you fucking, let's do it. Let's and you hope. talk to like the old ass chef in the back, yeah. and you're just like, "This fucking Roquefort dressing is insane." Right. Well, we'll see. And That's then they say the N word, and I'm like, "Cut! Cut! Cut! Shut it down! Shut Scampi's great. That was yeah. the shortest great pilot episode scampi, ever. Folks. Thank you so much for having me. Guys. Oh, thanks yeah. for coming thanks on. For coming on. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, as always, you can follow me at Carl Hess. You can follow Joel. At Joel David Miller. Um, the pod is at Yap Pod. That's Y A P P O D. Send us an email. Send us an email. That's Give us a rating and review. 2069 at gmail.com. Uh, always open to hear your comments. Yes. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will be back next week. See you.